0: Welcome back to the 19th fairway show. We've got myself and Willie tonight, hopefully to be joined by Joe in time for picks. Garrett is out tonight, but we are here to discuss the recap of the 150th open from St. Andrews, the old course, what a weekend it was firm and fast conditions, lots to be talked about. I really want to point out right away, five straight birdies on the back nine to start the back nine for Cam Smith and the eventual sixth birdie on that back to shoot a 30, To go on and win at St. Andrews. What a round from Cam Smith. To steal that one from Rory McIlroy. Who shot 70 on Sunday. Did nothing wrong. Bogey free 70. But could not get it done. And Cam Smith. His putter was hot. To seal the deal and get that major under his belt. From St. Andrews. The historical 150th open.
1: Yeah. That was exciting stuff. I mean. Looked like the. The fairy tale was going to happen, and Rory was going to take, take the open at the old course, um, but he just couldn't, couldn't make those putts on Sunday, and Cam Smith did make those putts on Sunday. Um, and honestly, Cam, he hit the ball pretty good all tournament but didn't make anything on Saturday. Um, people always talk about how Cam's putter is, like, permanently hot. But this Saturday, I think he shot, like, one over or something but he was still hitting a bunch of greens. I mean, he had that just moronic double bogey on, I think it was 13 where he tried to take the baseball swing out of the bunker when even like the, like us average amateur golfers know, like, like just hit it out to the side and and take your medicine. Um, But the putter did get hot on Sunday for Cam. And and I think he shot a 30 on the back nine to win the open. So that's
0: pretty legendary stuff there. Yeah. I think that's going to be one that, Uh, I mean, we, we all recognized how great it was at the time, but as time goes on, we're going to look back on that and be like 30 on the back nine at St. Andrews, all the feet of putts that went in for him. I think the one that's going to be obvious forever is the road hole putting from below the bunker up and over and draining the 10 footer for the par. That's one of the best up and downs in major championship history. I'd dare to say, and, uh, cam got it done. He really led the way on Sunday. And I would say that while Cam's putter was maybe a bit cold on Saturday, Rory was just hot on Saturday and they flip-flopped. They switched places for Mm -hmm. Sunday. Rory's just couldn't make anything. There was a highlight the PGA Tour Instagram posted, and I think there was five putts that came within an inch of the hole. And I mean an inch to the left, an inch more. uh, I think on 12 it came up just an inch short. So there's five putts that had the chance to drop within an inch, and that could have been the difference for sure. Obviously he uh, tried really hard to make the Eagle on 18 to force the playoff could have made birdie there. And that's only one stroke behind, but there's no sense in making birdie to get yourself to 19 under when the lead was in the clubhouse at 20. So really great final round. I was definitely pulling for Rory, but Cam Smith, an exciting young player in his twenties. And that makes four players in their twenties, winning major championships this year. If that doesn't tell you that the PGA tour is in good hands, I don't know what does. Maybe there's one of those four players that heads over to the live. We don't know. But for now, four under 30 players winning major championships in 2022. Awesome stuff for the young guys.
1: Yeah, it, it, it was interesting. I mean, obviously, I don't even think Roy had a bogey in the final round. So, like you said, didn't do anything wrong. Um, just some interesting shots like number nine. I mean, number nine's drivable par four is pretty much a par three and a half, honestly, maybe even like a par three, but Rory couldn't make birdie on that. I think he missed like a six, seven foot birdie put when he was on the green. Did he three put that hole for par? Um, so just couldn't capitalize there. And then 12, super easy hole. It's weird. Cam Smith, like who's longer with the driver, Cam Smith or Rory? Obviously Rory. Rory's one of the best drivers in the game. Cam Smith drives it up to the edge of 12 and to the edge of 18. And Rory didn't either. So it looks like it could be like a, a ball flight thing. Maybe Cam was just driving it in low and Rory had a little more air under it and just hit the wrong mound in the fairway and, and didn't get it up to the edge of the green. But you think if Cam Smith is driving it to the edge on 18, that Rory is easily driving it onto the green on 18. So a little weird there. Maybe Rory could have played some different shots. Maybe he just wasn't quite aggressive enough, a little too conservative of a, of a game plan. Um, but still back nine 30 final round 64 on Sunday to, to win the open. So it's hard to really fault
0: Rory with anything and, and all the credit goes to cam. Yeah. Coming from four back shooting a 64 is what you're hoping to do. And he did. And it's a little surprising that Rory didn't get into the sixties. Uh, there was something about maybe that being the first round in the seventies. He shot in the open in a long time, all all in the 60s, besides 180 he had. So, first round in the 70s in a while at the open. Uh, and then, what you're saying about driving greens, uh, Cam took the aggressive route on 18 for sure. I mean, he went up that right side and was able to get that good angle to have that three foot birdie putt uh, by just knocking it close with his eagle attempt. But Rory went left and had to go over the Valley of Sin with that chip. Not an easy route there for sure. And you wonder if maybe he should have gone with that more aggressive down the right side line. And then you look at uh, in the group ahead of him too. playing with Cam Smith was Cam Young who drove the green and you would think, okay, well, if Cam Young just drove the green and knocked it in for Eagle, then here's a good chance for Rory to do the same, exactly. but just didn't happen. And yeah. uh, you know, that's definitely going to tug at him. But what we did learn about Rory is that he's more than capable. He shot, Uh, you know, a 70 in the final round with shirts, but all four majors this year were top tens. He was a second at the masters. He had the fifth place at the U S open a third place at the PGA championship or no eighth place at the PGA championship and the third place at the, at the British open. So all top tens for Rory, his game is definitely back to where it should be for, you know, kind of the the golden boy on the PGA tour right now. He's sort of the face, him, Justin Thomas, maybe Jordan Spieth. Of course, you got Scotty Scheffler, the number one in the world. I think Cam just moved to number two. Mm-hmm. Lots surrounding Cam on his PGA Tour future, but we'll get to that in just a minute. Either way, a lot of good young players, and Rory should still can be considered young. I think he's 31, 32 years old, and plenty of good golf left in, uh, in his bag, and um, excited to see what the next year brings. I think From now on, with no Ryder Cup this year, he's going to be focused on Augusta. He's going to be gunning for that green jacket to complete the career Grand Slam. I think he definitely wants to add a few more majors to his resume before he's done sitting at four right now that he got from 2011 to 2014. It's been eight full years since he's had one now, and he's definitely looking to add a few more to his collection.
1: Yeah, and and on the Rory front, two questions for you. One easy question do you think he should have putted that second shot versus chipping it? Um, and two, do we need to look at the Rory situation as, hey, he he performed great in all the four majors, he was top 10, or do we need to look at it as, hey, you, were, you had a chance at all four, you were super close and you couldn't pull through, and it's a disappointment? So I'll leave you with those two questions.
0: Well, those are good questions, and for the first – I guess as an amateur, you would say, yeah, put it. It's going to give you a better chance to get close. Uh, I think he was thinking just get it over the Valley of Sin and hopefully it hits the flag stick and drops in because that sure looks what he was trying to do based on how far he hit it by. Um, but we saw in 95, the year that John Daly won in that playoff against the Italian. I believe his name was Roca. I could be totally a uh, player in that one. But Roca, or the Italian, if I'm missing his name, he did – chip into the Valley of sin and then make that long putt for birdie to go into the playoffs. So, you know, you can get a putt in the cup through the Valley of sin. We know that. And I do think maybe Rory should have played the putt just to give it a real chance of dropping. Um, You know, that's kind of at that point, what else do you have? You have to make it, try to give yourself the best chance. He clearly thought that the chip was his best chance though. And I, I think a lot of pros do, you know, I would, guarantee that Jordan Spieth would be chipping that ball if it was him. And that's just kind of the the caliber of the tour pros these days with a wedge in their hand, they they fully trust their ability to make it with a wedge. But you and I sit here and think putt that all day. And mm-hmm. that's just the difference between pros. It's also the same the same kind of idea of going for it in two every time just because they can reach it. The higher percentage plays around the green for them than 100 in. So, I get that and I get why he chose the the wedge there. But ultimately he did not make it he blew it 18 or 20 feet by whatever it was and missed the birdie putt ended with a par to sit in third place and i really don't think a third place or a second place mattered to him at that point on to the second question i think just the fact that he did finish all four majors in the top 10 kind of proves that he's he's right there uh, there's been majors passed over the last eight years obviously where he's Given, given himself a chance on Sunday, but ultimately been too short because he didn't get off to a good start. And that's kind of been the conversation around Rory and majors is that he wasn't getting himself off to a good start, especially in the Masters. If he could start better, he would have a chance. And that conversation really became apparent to me at the PGA Championship where he did start with the, did he have the solo lead after round one at like minus five or minus six at uh, Southern Hills? It, he was either tied for the lead or had the solo lead, I believe, after round one. If, if not, he was within one stroke, that's for sure. But he got off to a hot start. That conversation came around. Uh, and then at the U.S. Open, can't exactly remember his first round, but it must have been somewhat decent. He was around on the weekend. Uh, so, yeah, I think th- it's just a hurdle. It, you know, that hot start, getting, getting good position after the first couple of rounds is an important thing for him. So he's got to continue to do that. And now it's about closing because we've seen his closing speed, if you will, uh, in the past few years where he's able to get close to that finish line, but didn't have the right start. And now he's getting the right start, and he's around on Sunday. I mean, he's been in contention, you could say, for all four of the majors this year with all top-ten finishes. But I think he's tinkering a few of the right things and coming to a spot in his game where he is going to start winning a little bit more. And I fully expect a major to go under his belt in 2023. I think he fully expects that. And that's kind of major or bust at this point for Rory.
1: Yeah. And that actually brings up, I'll ask you another question in regards to Rory. So do you think he's taking a season like this, where he's top 10 in all majors, has a chance, has at least one, maybe two victories this year Um, or 2012, where he won the PGA Championship, was T60 at the Open, cut from the U.S. Open, and T40 at the Masters. Do you think he's taking top 10 in all four, or just riding that PGA Championship win and then not
0: even coming close in the others? I wonder how many other wins he had in 2012. Um, he did have two this year, with the CJ Cup and that fall season, and then he won the Canadian Open a few weeks before or the week before the U S open. So it was a fairly recent victory about five weeks or yeah, five weeks before the open uh, playing really good golf coming in and, and gave himself a chance. I mean, realistically, he should have won that thing at the open. uh, And that's probably the most likely scenario this year. Um, I think at the masters this year, he, he made an incredible run. I think he shot 64 on Sunday at Augusta and ended up in second place, but really wasn't in the running for the title at the open. He was, mm-hmm. I mean, he was expected to win on Sunday being tied with Hovland and four shots clear of the rest of the field. You would have fully thought that that was Roy's to lose. Mm-hmm. And it was, but that brings me to the question of how many wins did he have in 2012? Cause I think almost anybody would take a major victory in a season over not yeah. that, that probably means he would choose that season, but you know, here or there, that was eight or no, that was 10 years ago. And here he is at 32 years old with four top tens in the majors, knowing he's close, knowing he let one slip away at the open. I think that's got to give him confidence going forward that he can do this and he can get another major very soon.
1: Yeah. And I'm just talking, I think in 2012, Rory already literally won like multiple playoff events and maybe the FedEx cup too. So, from like a season-long standpoint, definitely. But just in terms of majors, I think it's an
0: interesting question. Welcome, Mr. Joe. What was that? Talking about what would Rory take? The 2012 season where he won the PGA Championship but was, like, missed cut 60th and 44th, I think he said, in the other three majors. Uh, Or this season where he didn't win a major championship but he was top 10 in all four of them with two wins.
2: Hmm. That's an interesting one. I think you got to take a major championship win whenever you can get them. They're so few and far between.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think anyone would. It's just, you know, I was saying the difference is 10 years. And now here he is kind of gone through uh, a lull and still is. He didn't win one, but he's got four top tens this year. And that's got to give him some confidence going forward.
2: I got to think so. Yeah. I yeah. Interesting question. Good one.
0: But while you're here, you had the money pick last week in the third round with Cam Smith. Let's talk a little bit about Cam.
2: Dude, Cam. Yeah, he's he scared me on Saturday. And but I I love dude. I just it was one of the first times that I, I picked a player due to the uh courses that he's grew up playing. Like he grew up playing in Australia. It's so known that all the Australians are Known for playing those incredibly firm and fast, uh, oh, what's up, dude? Those <laughs> firm and fast fairways and greens, and um, I just I was shocked at his putting. I had n- I knew his wedge game was you know top ten on tour, but his putting was just unconscious. Just like just you deserve to win when you put like that, and um. Yeah, I was I was really happy, you know. I'm a big fan of the Ulsies, and they came through for me.
0: Absolutely. I mean, let's talk about the putting a little bit. 18 was the three-footer for Birdie, no doubt. I mean, it's still t- tournament on the line, pretty much, but easy little three footer for him when he's making the rest of the putts that he did. Dude, the, 17, the real, I think, was the biggest. Oh. I was gonna get to that. So the first five birdies on the on the back nine, uh 10 through 14. 14, you got to expect a birdie, but still when you're coming off four in a row, awesome to make it. And then, you know, he made a bunch of really great putts, 10 through 13, but 17 has got to feel like a birdie. But more than that, that's the tournament. I mean, that's, that's like the biggest putt of all time for him right there. And he just drills it with ease, rolled right in the front edge, dead center with the perfect pace. No problem. That guy was on fire putting
2: Yeah. And it's crazy to look back on it too. So say he misses that putt, then he goes into 18 tied with, or not uh, down one to, or down up one to Cameron Young and Cameron Young makes Eagle and he would have had to hit a, like a, you know, that three footer was, was money, but like he would have had to make that, you know, with a little bit more pressure. And that putt on 17 when he was putting off the green to get to the, like, 10-footer that he had was so crazy. When they, when you give him the view of, like, down the line what he was looking at, he pretty much had a diet over the hill. And if he doesn't it over the hill, it comes back into the trap. But if he gets too much pace, it's just going to cruise out, like, you know off the almost onto the road (laughs) yeah it's just like oh my i gotta think if he truth if you asked him truthfully he for a second was nervous that that put was not going to get over he it did not look like it he hit it hard
0: he hit it perfect and it ended up in the right spot for him to have a comfy 10 footer i mean how bad do i wish 10 footers were that comfy but I saw a clip of Rory having that same putt from in front of the road hole bunker in 2014, or it must've been, or no, it was the Dunhill. So it was 2014 at the Dunhill links, which is set up like a pro-am compared to the open, but he had that same putt and he fell into the bunker with that. So, I mean, that was Rory more at his peak in 2014 and he still did that. Yeah. I, I just can't believe the balls on Kim Smith to be able to pull that off. Everything he did on Sunday was perfect. I mean, that's just what happened. 64 around there was, was that the low round of the week, too? Tie for the low round of the week, minus eight? I think so. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Cam Young went minus
1: eight first day, right?
0: Thursday. And that was it. No one, yeah. No one shot 63 around there. So, yeah, ties for the low round of the week on Sunday to win versus the guy who shot minus eight on Thursday. So, that's a Kim good Smith, point, Joe. We, like that, What's that, he doesn't
1: get up and down on 17. And assuming Rory birdies 18, because he doesn't have to hold a chip, we're looking at like a three-man playoff between the cans. It was and Rory. beautiful.
2: I was so happy with like that was the, one of the first majors that it was like, okay, like anyone can really get this. Like we mm-hmm. were texting in the group chat, like, holy shit, this <laughs> is getting so good. Like, like this is good. Stuff. It was wild. There's so many different narratives that could happen, and one of the narratives was cam um cam young eagling 18 and he did
0: yeah like, like, he was 18, able to do it
2: that was like whoa he battled he he really battled he's a super impressive rookie he's a rookie right mm-hmm. yep wow
0: lots yeah. of new
1: caddy on the bag that week he used to have like his friend or teammate from wake forest or someone and now he got uh, some like experienced caddy who's been on the bag for other like ballers and he went, I mean, dude, he's ball strike, ball striker extraordinaire. It just comes down to the putter for him.
2: It's so, it's so interesting to watch his swing. And like, he is a ball striker extraordinaire and same with Zally. And they both have the like really high, like no wristband. They just like stick the club straight up and just yeah. bring it down.
1: Yeah. And like take and, their elbows away from their body. And like, yeah. Yeah, I know exactly. It's what you're like there's
2: about. no wrist hinge at all at the top, it's just straight like mechanical arm. Just mm-hmm. yeah, it's crazy. It's awesome to see it. It almost makes me want to try something like that just because they're like the most elite, like ball strikers.
0: Thinking about the narratives on Sunday and what could have happened, it also bleeds into the player of the year and the rookie of the year. I mean, Cam Young's got to be. High on that list for rookie of the year, I think Davis Riley is a rookie that uh, forced a playoff. Did he get a win yet this year? Or did he just forced a playoff. In the has,
2: none of them I have gotten a play, win.
0: Right? So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if any of the rookies have a win this year. But the player of the year, obviously Cam Smith, just boosts himself right into the conversation with that one. I mean, he's got the players, the open, and he won the tournament of champions. So really three stacked field tournaments that he's got not to say that Scheffler's all four of those aren't stacked. And then he's got a WGC and the masters plus the, the Bay Hill Invitational Arnold Palmer's tournament and the waste management. So the waste management out of all the tournaments we just named is probably the weakest field, but it's still a pretty good field and a, a very fun electric tournament.
2: Yeah, it's really, that's so tough because you think tournament of champions is you know, always a stacked fields, all the past winners. So that's a, that's up there. I think that outweighs um, waste management. Maybe I think, I think it does. That'll be, that's up for debate, but the players is the fifth major. So that pretty much counts as like a major. And then you have, you know, a major championship win that is just, but then it's four, you know, it's four against three and one of them being the masters.
0: He's got the Masters. He also has the WGC, which is top 50 players in the world right there. Yeah, that's match play, right? 64. So, yeah, and he played – you know, that's the most most amount of holes that they play all year in one weekend. So, um, definitely not an easy one to win by any means.
1: I think any
0: other year, like, you're taking the green jacket, but just the fact that it
1: was at the old course, like 150th open, that, mm -hmm. like – Adds a little more weight, at least like the players said it themselves. Like it just felt different, like they thought it added a little more weight it being at the old course. Um, but it's still tough to pass up the green jacket. So I don't know. I think I'm probably still going with Scotty. He's number one in the world, Cam's number two. Um, but damn, players, tournament of champions, and in the open win at the old course. Like i I tr- it's a corn flip.
2: Yeah. I think you know, one thing that maybe we haven't thought about, which will make it just an outright easy, you know, winner. If Cam Smith goes to live, there's no way in hell that he's getting a PGA award. It's a yeah, no. PGA player of the year, right? It's yep. like not like a no, it's not a different governing body. It's like yeah. PGA tour. And so if Cam goes to live and it's just Scotty's the
0: guy. Definitely. Will dog dog has a great idea of what might be the case for Cam Smith, and I want him to fill us in on that. But before, uh, when the Player of the Year happens, that's still after the FedEx Cup playoffs. And I think you know if Cam Smith stays, then we're going to have the playoffs, and those are going to be some big events to decide. Maybe you know who does better between Scheffler or mm-hmm. Smith to see mm-hmm. who's going to be that Player of the Year. But Willie, what are your thoughts on the Cam Smith to live situation of the kind of transition into the live tour? Yeah. um, Just
1: so I have heard Jamie Weir on a few podcasts and this is he's a golf reporter. And he said the talk on the grounds at the open was that um, Leash, Adam Scott and Cam Smith will all jump to live after the President's Cup is over which is obviously after the FedEx cup is over. So the thought mm-hmm. is in Hideki being looped in with this, they're all having such good years. They're gonna finish top 10 FedEx, maybe even higher. They'll take those FedEx cup payouts, play in the president's cup, and then um, start on the live after that. But uh, obviously everything's alleged. Uh, there's, there's these rumors are fluid and I'm sure all the, the meetings and talks between all the representatives are fluid too. Um, so you don't know if, if Cam Smith might change his mind now that he's gotten open and he's looking at that claret jug with, uh, with tiger and, and Jack and Arnie and all the other names on it. And he wants more of that. Or if he, he wants to go to live and potentially who knows, not be able to plan those anymore. Um, so early in the process, it's hard to know what's going to happen with, with all these live guys in the majors, but those are the rumors that are being floated around right now and we'll see how it plays out.
0: I'm really hoping for a merger. Yeah, yeah. I something got to be done.
1: All the best players have to play in the same spot. That's all that matters. Yeah,
2: a merger. I don't know. I, I, I'm with you, D. I would love to see that. I just, you have to give me, the majors. Like you have to let the best players in the world, like play in the majors. Just like that has to be the case. Like, and you. So therefore, if you're getting, if you're able to number of the best players in the world. I mean, you, you have to give them more golf rankings.
1: Yeah. And if their so. fields get strong enough, but it's weird. Like there, it's like world golf ranking has all these specific criteria, right? Like, like a year long a cut event. It needs to be, um, four days, like 72 holes. Yeah. So the fact that live as no cut events in their 54 hole events, um, I don't know how that's going to work
2: and but, they have to be around for a whole year to like establish some, yeah, yeah, you need like a yeah.
1: trial period or something like that. Yeah. But So that won't um, even come
2: for a minute.
1: Yeah. So there's like all these theories that the live guys might play on the Asian tour to, Cause they do offer world golf ranking points, but then their whole thing about playing less events, like you're going to go send me to some random places in Asia to play these events. Like that's obviously not what they're looking for. So the World Golf Ranking confirmed they got the application. It's under review. So we'll see what happens yeah. based off the criteria they have set in place. It doesn't seem like the live events meet it, but they obviously could be altered. Um, and get enough of the top players in one spot. I think the world golf ranking got to consider it for sure.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. What a time. We were texting. Gonna make for in a, chat.
0: gonna make for what a fun, fun off season. And you know, I think it's just It's good for the game to have the drama, to have a little bit extra media to talk about and uh, keep the season alive. But also in 2023, the PGA is going to put in that October kind of extra tournaments for the more cash for the top 50 players. That will be fun next year as well. Uh, But we do have a timeline here and we got to get these picks in for the 3M Open. We're going three each this week. Uh, we've got a tight little race now at the top. Joe with some big points in the open. Climbing up to 80.5. So we've got D at 87, Joe at 80.5, G at 68, and Willie right behind him at 66.5. G has the first pick this week, and he has elected to go with his boy Hideki Matsuyama. And uh, a little bit of a smaller field at the 3M, but pretty solid pick. Hopefully Hideki gets some of those FedEx point, FedEx Cup points we were talking about. Nice.
1: No doubt. Nice. Second pick, going to take a rookie, Davis Riley. Mm. Uh, been riding him in top 20 bets all year. Um, he's tailed off a little bit, but still sticking with him to close the season strong.
2: Nice. I'm going to go with uh, – but I knew he was going to go off the table. Do you, Willie?
0: Yeah, that is a, a Willie pick. He's picked him a couple times this year now, hasn't
2: he? Yep.
0: I'm going to go with Big Tone, you know, one of the bigger names in this event. He is the odds-on favorite at plus 1,300. So, yeah, not much to that pick, but I'm a Big Tone fan and hoping he can get a win this week.
2: Heck, yeah. You guys can see me still, right? Yep. Okay, good. Um, dude, I've been wanting to pick this guy for the longest time, and I- I've, since I've been wanting to do that, I'm going number one overall pick with him. I'm gonna butcher his first name, Sahith Thigala. Yeah, all right. right. He's been drilling. He's secret. He's he's always you know cruising around the top.
1: Yeah, he's a beast. He should have won. That I probably would have. He should have won that waste management. For sure. And the travelers. Yeah, straight up.
0: He double probably would have picked him. or something. Yeah, he did take yeah. lose. Didn't even get into the playoff with that. Tough, tough. Uh. G is going to go with uh, the summer of Svenson. He's <laughs> seven for seven since the Nelson with top 25s in his last four starts, the last solo sixth at Keen Trace and a T-15 in his only prior trip to the 3M in 2019. So Adam Svensson for Mr. G. Yeah, like G even knows who that is. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, all
1: right. I'm going to take. A guy, I was out at the Barracuda up in Truckee, Lake Tahoe area last weekend. Uh, Followed this guy a bunch. Just was hitting absolute bombs in the altitude. One of Joe's fellow countrymen from down under, uh, taking (laughs) Cam Davis. Um, Just hoping he finishes the season strong, climb up that FedEx Cup ranking. I think he's going to play a bunch of weeks in a row and and play well.
2: Man, Cam Davis, Davis Riley. I wanted him.
0: I think I'm going to go north of the border with this pick. Uh, he's got a fourth place and a T6 in two of his last uh, trips. Or, no, he's only played in two there. So, two top tens at the 3M. Uh, I'm going to go with Hadwin. Nice. nice. Yep.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going with a, a guy who got his first PGA Tour win. I believe it was his first. Um, it's at the John Deere, sort of one of these smaller events, um, you know, lesser field. But um, obviously his game is in shape. Going JT Post, and another guy who can really roll the rock. JT
0: Postman. That is going to. Bring G's pick to Captain Mav, Maverick McNeely. Top Gun Summer, Maverick McNeely looking for a good finish here. He's uh, had some good starts recently and was T2 entering the final round last year. Uh, Ended up settling for a T16 with a 73 on Sunday. That's a little harsh, but Mav McNeely, Stanford, California kid. Why not, G?
1: Yeah, he was also at the Cuda. He was striping. Um, I get worried about the guys going from altitude to sea level, but I mean, these mm-hmm. guys are pros; they'll figure it out. They got
2: track man too, so they're just like doesn't even matter.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um. So, we're gonna take, we're gonna take a guy who actually just got special temporary membership on a PGA Tour. Um, it's not very often someone gets handed that. I could have sworn when he was playing at the open or maybe when he was playing at the, um, the, the Renaissance club for the Scottish open that he like had a different first name, but Joo young Kim. Um,
2: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Wasn't he going by like, hadn't he like chosen like an American first name when he was at the Scottish? I thought it was like Tom or something.
2: Oh gosh. I hope not. That's a terrible like mistake to just, get caught changing your first name, but I mean it's not no no like
1: do it all the time because of pronunciation. But I could have sworn I was watching the Scottish and he was drilling and didn't
2: he almost
0: win. Joe, I thought you were saying it'd be a terrible mistake to go by the name of Tom. I just don't know anyone who would want that name.
2: for sure that too but to get caught changing your name from john to your real name and it being ju young like you can't <laughs> like that's just like bro you got to at least give me something
0: relative shout out tom he, if you made it this far we appreciate it he <laughs>
2: finished
1: he finished like T4 at the the scottish open
2: good for it dude he he, he did uh he did R at the open too didn't he
1: yeah that's how he got his like special temporary membership or whatever
2: oh man in the essence
1: yeah kim also goes by the name tom the reason for this is because of thomas the tank engine